Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 13th of July, 2022. This is The Gap, episode 622. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gurroy is here this week. I'm back. Uh, we're playing some PUBG today. Oh yeah, we have some games. Yeah. we got a lot of games to talk about. It's back again. And we're recording late because of the games we've been playing. That's true. We did get a little bit distracted. But... Yes, a whole hour distracted. Not as late as... Yeah, not as late as last week, so... No. It's kind of kind of boned us a little bit, you know, because it's a five day week this week. Because I recorded. I mean, it still Friday went up. Week. It still went up on Friday. Yeah, did it? I think. Did it? Yeah, Friday afternoon. I did it like five o'clock. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't, know. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone gets via RSS, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Through RSS. Yeah. So I put up a five, and then I fucking had to leave and go do shit. Yeah. Um, nice, but yes, that, that's put us down to a uh, four days of news, which <laughs> there's not a lot. No, we've we've already given up on that mm. front, but that's okay. We've got games to to play, so you know, games. There is games. Let's let's do this because I need I need rest. I got my um, fourth booster yesterday, and I am quite sore. Pop some Panadol. Oh yeah. I got mine. And, uh, uh, I got mine on Monday, and yeah, it was a bit rough. It's actually a bit rough, but now yeah. I've co- completed the collection. I've got the trifecta. Uh, I got. Oh, you did all of them. I got you Astra, did cocktail. Astra, uh, Pfizer, and Moderna. My third one was Moderna. Mm. So uh, yeah, I'm fucking Moderna. Easy, Moderna, Moderna, mate. Um, See, I'm yeah. just a straight shooter. I, mine is uh, on well, ice. All, all Pfizer, all, the, on the, all rocks. the time. Yeah, I'm a yeah. You're a single malt, and I'm a blended. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. No. Fucking. Yeah. Gave me a bit of wallop too. My fucking arm. That's the. That's that one. That's my four time, and that's the worst. My arms hurt. But mm. also, I very dumbly. Oh man, this is this is some classic Job shit. I know on this podcast. Everyone listening to this podcast and like, fuck, Job's a cool character. What a cool dude. I'm sure he's just cool in every fucking, every social situation. But the truth is, to your listeners, I'm a fucking PC is just giant fucking, self. I'm a dork. I saw you. Oh, you're back? Yeah, I'm, st- I'm, I'm still going. Did right, you-, you completely cut out on my side. Fair oh, enough, boy. keep going. I'm, I'm worried, <laughs> worried about my internet connection because it dropped out. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, he, all right, he's gone. <laughs> Has it been raining? Must have been raining. There's water in the copper pits. It's still raining oh. right now. All right. All right. Yeah. Shows me. Um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone thinks, hey, Job's the fucking slickest, slickest motherfucker around, right? Uh, nothing ever rattles him. But it's, the truth is, I'm an intensely talky person. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I sat down and I rolled up my right shoulder. Right, I'd usually get them in the left. That's arm. your aiming shoulder. That's my. Should have done that. That's that's why I was off. Uh, rolled up my right shoulder, and she's like, "Which arm do you want it in?" I'm like, "Well, I gotta say right now, I have to say my right arm because I rolled the arm up. Because if I say left, 
I'm just going to look like I want to be like a fucking like a high schooler in the 80s. So I'm just fucking rolling my sleeves. Oh, yeah, I just do it for funds. I just roll around in pharmacies with my sleeves rolled up. So I'm like, oh, yeah, the right one. She's like, do you write with your right hand? I'm like, no. Does anybody write anymore? <laughs> when was the last time someone picked up a pen and was like, you know, what? I'm going to write something? Yeah, right? Like, get the fuck out of here. And like... It wouldn't matter if I did or did not, right? Because my my writing's illegible. It is. Oh no, incomprehensible. Yeah, I should have been a doctor. <laughs> Missed my calling. It is woeful. I have definitely picked up my notebook, opened a page, and then been like, I've, I like. Not only is there no. <laughs> No context as to what this is supposed to be about. Like, even if there mm. was context, I wouldn't be able to fucking read it anyway because it looks literally like an alien script that they might put it put together for a fucking like Stargate movie or some shit. Like, ridiculous shit. Anyway, anyway, so I got it in my right arm like a fucking moron, and uh, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. I like I was putting fucking bowls away. And I reached up and I nearly dropped the fucking bowls. It was just like pain. Like, holy fuck. Like, luckily, my pain response is to grip harder, not to fucking let go of shit. But, Jesus. Anyway, so that was dumb of me. Uh, but, yeah, mm. I uh, I got mine two days ago. So I'm actually, I'm, I'm through it. I'm, You're I'm, back. I'm back. I'm back, baby. Yeah, I feel like tomorrow I should be... Should be good. Ready to party. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah. All right. So yeah, get your shots. Um, mm. let's let's kick things off. The Looker. I talked about this game oh. um like two weeks ago. Yep. And I was uh <laughs> I was about ten seconds from the end before I stopped. <laughs> so I literally it was at the end of that game last week, well, last time I talked about it and was extremely close. And I think the payoff is amazing. Yeah, it's very good. Did you check this out at all? I did. Uh, yeah, I didn't talk about it last week because I wanted to talk about it when you were back. Uh, but um, yeah, holy. Yeah. So, I, so I, this I, is a. Um, you want to explain what it is? Yeah. So it's a. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain such a thing. Like, I, first of all, you completely undersold it. You completely undersold it. It's a puzzle game, a first-person puzzle game, and it is literally a parody of the witness to the like like literally like who makes a game to make fun of another game it's got to be one of the most ridiculous things i've ever fucking encountered in my life like not not like here's a fucking reference to something we thought was dumb in a game right it's not like postal or yeah Right, like it's it's not like a comedy game that's making fun of mm. other games or tropes in games Borderlands. and shit. It is literally, hey, The Witness was something, wasn't it? Fucking look at this shit. Now I've done The Witness. Oh my fucking god, the fucking audio tapes you find. Fuck me, because that was a that was like one of the things in The Witness was you you'd have Jonathan Blow sort of just sort of philosophizing uh, in his monotone uh, ASMR voice. And 
he'd be talking about, you know, whatever the fuck, like, you know, the fucking, oh, when Archimedes uh, found himself at the gates of Helena, he knew that, and like, blah, 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 and it all, he'd rope it up into like some fucking thing about that would be relevant to the witness. Yeah. Uh, cheesecake or something. Yeah. And this, this does exactly the same thing, but it just takes the piss the entire fucking time. And it it's phenomenal. Uh, yeah. It's crazy good. I, I loved it. I mean, it's very short. Um, yeah. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah. But uh, it's totally worth playing. If, if you played The Witness, I think if you liked The Witness, if you played it and you didn't like The Witness, either way, like... I didn't hate the witness. I just thought it was it liked the smell of its own farts too much. So I very much enjoyed the looker because it felt like a game that thought the witness liked the smell of its own farts too much. Um, but yeah, even if you like you love the witness, I, I think if you love the witness, you'll get a lot out of this regardless. Because I think in a lot of cases, people who like when I see parodies of, of things I enjoy, I usually love them more because th- like it's, it's steeped in references to something I really enjoy. Right. Like, so I think you'd probably get a lot of out of this. I don't think it's, I don't think it's mean spirited. I think that's what it is. Like <laughs> some of it is like very like, cutting, but yeah, not mean spirited, and so I, it's sort of like a roast of the witness um, in video game form, and I think it's a complete success. Uh, yeah, I, I knocked it out in one sitting. Um, and yeah, I was just like, yeah, turns Holy out fuck. so did I. But yeah, <laughs> it was. It was like some of those puzzles were actually pretty fucking tricky. Like, uh, there's one. Um, where you like, I don't know, you gotta like really look in a completely different space to sort of mm. solve a puzzle, and yeah, it got me pretty good. Uh, it took me a fucking while. Uh, I was at the point of like, oh, I don't fucking know, just fucking running around, and I happen to fucking catch it out of the corner of my eye, so got a bit lucky, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the one I got stuck on was like the snake one. Because mm. I was like, <laughs> I was, after, after you realize that what you're supposed to do, yep. I just, yeah. That so was. A couple of taps. Yeah, that was, that was rough. Especially because I worked it out and then I'd create a good path. Uh, and then I'd find out and the next one would fuck you. Yeah, like ten moves in that I'd that I actually fucked myself, and I'm like, oh my god. But yeah, yep. Anyway, yeah, the looker. It's uh, it's very fun. Uh, so it's looker. It's on Steam. It's free. You yep. can check it out. Uh, and it's is uh, yeah, it's not too long. It's like an hour and a half to two hours. You can probably knock it out. Yep. Um. So there you go. Next up, we've got uh, Pronti. Bronte, yes. Um, I talked about this a little bit last week, and just as you were about 10 seconds from the end of the looker, I was about 10 seconds away from uh, the ability to boost, uh, which is something I said that I really needed from the game to to get like the pacing right. And uh, yeah, 
like, yeah, I was correct. Uh, but if I'd held out just a little bit longer when I was playing, uh, I would have fucking gotten the fucking thing. It's like I don't know, barely half an hour into the game. You get the fucking, maybe not even that. Um, but I just like jumped in to have a squiz and was feeling it, feeling the vibe. It's got a great fucking aesthetic. Uh like I talked about it last week, but uh, I didn't tell you. Um, basically, it's like a Metroidvania, but you're like an underwater dude, uh, hmm. like an Aquaman or whatever, and you sort of like swim around and shit. Uh, once you get the boosts, you're actually able to like, they've done a really clever thing in that you're able to boost like through enemies and it creates like you do more more damage on them. Um so that's like that actually winds up working really well because it encourages you to sort of go towards enemies and especially against the bosses uh, once you time out their moves. You try and time out a good dodge so that you can like dodge through them as opposed to just getting out of the fucking way. Uh, so that you can get a bit of extra damage going on them, which is cool. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, you're a fish dude. You're an Aquaman. You fucking swim around. Find fish, uh, swim through a giant whale, a giant very sick whale. Um, you, yeah, explore underwater like vistas and shit like that. It's cool. Like I enjoy it. I think I miss. I think there's something missed uh, from the ability to platform, uh, which I think is a you know usually a pretty like key part of a Metroidvania. But they use the dash uh, and your abilities with the dash to sort of uh, challenge you movement-wise in, in other ways. And so it's not quite the same as platforming, but because, you you know, you can move in the 3D space at all times. But, yeah, there yeah. is that vibe there. It's still in that sort of realm and so i think it works like if, if you if as an interpretation of a metroidvania where you don't need to jump to things where you can just sort of swim wherever on a map i think it does a really good job it's very carefully crafted and yeah um not taking the story so much but the music's really nice and yeah the bosses are like pretty fucking hairy uh, and pretty challenging so i'm enjoying it i think it's quite yeah. good yeah. i mean it's ballsy to take what's generally considered to be one of the worst areas of uh you know most games like the underwater level and, yeah. and make it an actual like <laughs> fuck it we're gonna okay. make an entire game it's underwater like, all right fair yeah. enough yeah <sighs> true I well mean, i guess subnautica did it pretty well right <laughs> that's true yeah but yeah. i was in a sewer area before so a sewer level in an underwater level we're breaching new new ground here uh all i needed now is a swamp everyone loves a swamp anyway right uh, yeah I, I i i'm gonna continue to play it i'm enjoying it um yeah yeah give it a squeeze good stuff um did you buy this during the sale or i did yeah uh, yeah, it was one of the ones that I grabbed, but I hadn't played yet. Uh, yeah, it's twenty six bucks. Uh, I don't think it's on. It's not on sale anymore. Um, not anymore. No. But yeah, 
definitely enjoy Fair enough. it. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we've got House Flipper. This is a game that's on Game Pass now. Um, and it originally came out in 2018. Uh, and it's one of those simulation, simulation with quotation marks, um, games uh, that is quite popular. And this one, the basic idea is that you are going into houses and uh, either renovating them or cleaning them up and doing um, different types of jobs for people and making money to um, <clears throat> create your own houses and then flip them off to make bigger houses. Uh, so the game starts off pretty basic in terms of like what you're supposed to be doing. It, it'll be something simple like uh, uh, someone's had a party at a house and you got to go in and clean it up and take down all the crappy posters they put up on the walls and maybe you'll have to paint some of the walls because they're a bit damaged or clean them up with a mop and that sort of thing uh and you earn money and it slowly escalates to like going in and like redesigning parts of houses um maybe a family is having a, a baby soon and they want their their room redecorated and so you've got to paint the walls and buy a bunch of uh different items from the store and sort of put them in certain areas of the the house um and there's quite an extensive like shopping like a store that you can go through and buy uh different items from you know furniture to uh lighting fixtures to um you know, different types of paint and there's a you know it might be like hey you need to put a sink here but you can actually go in and, and there's different you know there might be half a dozen to a dozen different types of sinks that you can put into a bathroom um, and then when you put them in you're doing a little like a slight quick time game where you're clicking on certain aspects of the um the sink to actually install it in quotation marks again um and then as you're doing that that you're earning experience points to make some of those things go a little bit quicker or um allowing you to earn more money from negotiating prices from the things you're doing um or you know if you're mopping up an area of the floor it'll clean like a larger area or if you're putting tiles down on the the ground like they'll do he'll be able to do more tiles at once and things like that so there is some sort of progression mechanic there as well um, but for the most part you are just going through your tasks of clearing whatever the objectives are in the specific um the specific mission yep. and trying to do the best job possible um there are i guess time limits and things that sort of will come into account later on but at this point it's pretty much like do it your own leisure um and just try and do as much as you can as you know the best job you can like you can sort of finish the job but it's still there's still stuff to do like there's still maybe more objectives or more cleaning that you can go to and you can actually earn more, more money by 100 percenting it um but it's yeah it sort of fits into that same sort of realm of simulation quotation mark games that uh, i've talked about on a bunch here like uh um like hard spaceship breaker or power wash simulator or f farming simulator i guess um stuff like that where you know simulator is very loose term you kind of just doing a task and, and that sort of thing um I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely like it seems like it's well put together. Um, it does some cool stuff. It's very, it's an engaging game, which is cool. 
Um, and it's also on Game Pass as well. Uh, so if yeah, you know, you're into those type of games, you can easily just it's it's again every time I talk about these games or games like this, it's they're they they go into like my podcast category. Like I can play this while yeah. listening to a podcast yeah. or like doing something else on like watching basketball or whatever. Um, cause I don't need to be a hundred percent focused on it. There's not really a story engaging. There's not really people talking. I'm sort of just doing this weird task. Um, and you know, people get a kick out of these things. They do. They sell quite well, which is why yeah, Zen shit, right? Like, I like yeah. they don't they don't really work for me, but like I get it. Like, it's mm. it's very easy to make fun of, though, right? Yeah. Like, oh, someone wants to play lawn mowing simulator or fucking power washing simulator, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. you fucking dog. But like, yeah, <laughs> it sort of makes sense. And like, I can't really talk because I play a lot of idle games. It's not like idle games are that much more much fucking, more engaging yeah but it, it the, like there's a, a very similar connection between idle games and simulator games yep. like th- the the only difference is really is that generally the like idle clicker games are you're looking at like one sort of screen and you're doing the same task and leveling up and that sort of thing whereas the, in the simulation games you're in like a 3d environment most of the time yeah and you're, you're doing the same thing like you're doing the same tasks over and over again. You're sort of getting better upgrades, and you know, and the game's getting a little bit harder. So it's it's the same sort of scratch or um, firing off the same sort of things in your brain. Yeah, that the ticking that. But yeah, I can understand like not being into that. And then, but there's like other there's that like snow snow runner yeah um, snow runner and dirt, mud runner or dirt runner whatever it's called the fucking yeah. And so like even if you're you know I like fucking cars and not. You know, like driving cars. Not sure. Sex no, them. It's too There's late. A movie about that. It's too late. Um, <laughs> uh, like that's if you're a car person, like all right, well maybe that's your your type of thing. You want to drive weird types of trucks and deliver different um, materials from one place to the other while avoiding hazards. Yeah. This it's just um, what was that other one that we played? Uh, the like burglar. Oh yeah. Uh, Thief simulator. Thief simulator. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's like a new one of that coming out, like a, a VR one. I think I saw recently. Right. Um. <laughs> uh. So yeah, like there's tons of these games out there. Yeah, it's Thief Simulator VR. No, right. that's an old one. Uh, unless it's the same game, but it's in VR. Hmm. I'm not sure. Anyway. Um. Like I said, yeah, it's on it's on Xbox Game Pass. If you you're wanting to check that out, it's a, a nice little idle podcast type game um it seems well put together i think there's a bunch of dlc as well that you can buy but i haven't really checked any of that stuff out so yeah it's called house flipper there you go uh next up nice um actoral 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 i don't know it's it's the new wordle it's the newest of the wordles actoral uh yeah act i believe it said actoral dot uh, uh, I want to say app. I fucking should have looked this up, shouldn't I? Um, dot com. Actor. Actor. Com. Actor. Act, so it's actor. Le. Dot com. Uh, it's you know it's a new word all type game and basically yeah you you try to guess uh, who the actor is and all you get is their top twenty grossing films to go off and that's that's it. And you got to fucking is guess it top from twenty that. grossing films? Correct. 
Oh, I uh, thought it was just random. Fair no, enough. no. So everyone gets the same movies to guess from. Um, and yeah, you got to sort of guess what movie it is. And it's really interesting to hear how I find it. Like, well, I f- it's the same with all the world, Wordle games, really. I find the, like, to me, the really interesting part is hearing how people get there more than, more than like their, I don't know, they did it in one or whatever. Um, yeah, it's the, the journey, not the destination. Cause, uh, people have different processes, right? And some processes are more efficient than others. Uh, me, I will try to find a movie uh, that I know the name of, but all you're presented with are uh, like the titles redacted with X's instead. And so yeah. for today's, have you done today's? No. Uh, so for today's, right? You can see the top one has... Why don't you just do yesterday's? What? Oh, yeah. Uh, so for yesterday's, right? Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a good one because for the top one, right? So on the... What was it? The 12th? On the 12th, uh, the top one was four letters, colon, three letters, and then what? Seven letters, right? And so it had to be, when you think about it, right, three letters is probably the. the. Yeah, exactly. The. Especially if it's after or a colon. <laughs> it could be. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when you see three letters and especially after a colon, it's probably the word the, right? And so you go from there. So I, I saw four letters, three letters, Seven letters. I'm like, all right. Uh, it would be funny if that was Jaws the Revenge. Yeah, and it gives you a, a, a date. And so you sort of, that's the other thing you can do is you look at the years and sort of get an idea of how long they've been in action for. Right. Mm. So uh, 1987. Genre. Uh, yeah, it gives you genres and stuff. Um, like seven tags sometimes, which is a bit excessive. And, uh, and a rating from IMDb so you can tell if it's shit so four letters three letters seven letters adventure thriller horror 1987 with a three on IMDb and I'm like okay that could be Jaws 4 the revenge right um that would be pretty funny I need to now work out before I guess anyone even though I know Michael Caine is in that movie not because I've watched it because I haven't I don't think I've watched Jaws 4 um but because I know the the quote from Michael Caine, right? Which is, uh, I haven't seen the film, but I have seen the house it built. Uh, and it's quite lovely. And so, yeah, that's that's his famous line about taking that job. Uh, so then I just had to find something that, yeah, uh, Michael Caine is in. I scrolled down and I spotted Dunkirk, but I'd seen that one before in a, in a previous day's effort, which is seven letters in 2017, war, action, drama. Uh, that had led me to Silly Murphy uh, a couple of days ago. So I had to... So that one didn't help because I was like, oh, maybe it's Kenneth Brown. Was he in Jaws 4? And then I went looking around. I'm like, hang on, no. Those fucking Hercule Poirot movies would be post, 
like 2020, right? So he would have had uh, murder on the Orient Express, but none of these, none of these were like none of these titles match up with murder on the Orient Express. There's too many fucking words. So you go backwards, and I'm like, okay, uh, it's got to be Michael Caine. I'll just go find fucking, I'll, I'll find the Dark Knight, and I'll be fine. And there it was in 2008. Drama, action, crime, thriller, 9.0, The Dark Knight. And I'm like, ah, Michael Caine, got into one. Easy peasy. Um, but yeah, that's that's my process, which I know is, you know, pretty dorky. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, I love that process. That's what I like about these games. And this one's got a pretty good process to it. Like, it's, it, I think it actually works. So I'm playing actor all. Hurdle, uh, Movie Doll, and Framed at the moment. And I'd say Movie Doll is probably my least favorite because it, it just, it's a bit of a crapshoot about like, that's the one where it plays an entire movie inside of one second and then the next guess it'll give you two seconds. And it's a bit of a crapshoot as to what frame, like everyone gets the same frames, but what frame you might actually notice because there's so many of them flitting past is a bit of a crapshoot so I, I don't love that one but anyway anyway uh yeah you played much actoral played a little bit of it yeah. um yeah i think it's 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 better than um that box office um yeah yeah the box office one just because at least here is um sort of focusing on one thing as opposed to just a bunch of random movies like there's tons of them um and so like yeah it's it's a bit more interesting trying to break down what movies uh, there are by looking for pattern recognitions like if a if a person has been in a trilogy or or something like that um but i yeah the other thing that i would i just feel like sometimes there's too many tags they're putting on and you just don't know like what it is right um and also i don't really understand how the the tags the order works like are they put it in order of like what they think it is the most like is this a like you can look at so for example 2010 and 2012 is action science fiction adventure and the next one is adventure action science fiction like why are they in different orders because it's more of an adventure film that's set in a science fiction or like how's the what's the reasoning behind the order of these uh and then when you get to a situation when there's like five or six of them sometimes it's just like i don't know i don't know what like how you got to that at all yeah um uh yeah uh, and the imdb writing i don't think is is gives you anything at all it's just they're always between like fucking six and seven and you just don't like that first one where it's a three i've never seen anything like that that's a (laughs) Oh really? That's an outlier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the day before was Billy Zane, and uh, mm. right down the bottom was Holmes and Watson. Yeah. And I did not remember Billy Zane from Holmes and Watson, so I pissed away John C. Riley and Will Ferrell and Ray Fiennes, and I was in a lot of trouble at that point. I was in a lot of trouble. Uh, it took me fucking ages to find anything to go on. Um, Will Ferrell gave me Zoolander and Zoolander 2. Uh, and Ben Stiller was not actually very help- helpful. 
So, uh, yeah, I was in a, a bunch of trouble. I eventually got there because I found 1997 drama romance. I took a swing at Titanic uh, and, like, why you you should have listened to your friend Billy Zane. Like, that was literally it. It was a fucking Hail Mary. And I, th- I got it in six. Uh, so, yeah, that was rough. I was in trouble. But that was Holmes of Watson 3.9, Samson 4.4. Billy Zane's been in some garbage. Blood Rain 2.9 <laughs> out of 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been in some shit. But, yeah, anyway. Anyway. Woman that was like the Phantom. Yeah, but I, I fucking I had no idea that was out that year, and I definitely would not have guessed it. But that would have been a good one to guess. Oh, anyway. Yep. Good stuff. All right, there you go. You can play that for free. It's on the websites. Indeed. You can grab it. Um, next up, we've got Idol Superhero. Oh, here you go. Here's a new idle game. Speaking of me playing talky idle games, um, this uh, new idle game from the per- the the person who made Idle Dice, which I've talked about before. Um, I think this is way better. You're a dude and you get some powers, and then you go fight crime, and uh, it fucking it doesn't mess around with the looping, right? One of the good things about idle games is when you prestige and and it sort of unveils another aspect of the game. Uh, this one, absolutely no fucking amount with the prestiging. It's like you go straight into it. Um, and I think it's quite good at that. Like, uh, Because it allows you to sort of experiment with a bunch of shit. I've got a pretty good run going now so yeah you you unlock new powers as you fight new villains and uh you prestige again and then you go through try to fight new villains try new builds etc etc you get different powers each time um because every time you beat a villain so you sort of beat up like a hundred dudes and then you'll or more like 500 dudes uh and then you'll fight like a super villain and you can then get a new power, not necessarily from them. Uh, but you only get to choose from a couple. And so there's a chance that you might not be building the world's greatest superhero out of that, right? Um, like, I don't know, fucking, you got a dude who's who's got vampirism, so he regains all his health back, but uh, he's also super dexter- uh, dexterous so he evades everything so he never really takes any damage and so vampirism doesn't really do a lot for him and you just reach like a point where you're not really doing enough damage because one of your powers is completely wasted right you're not taking damage but you're not doing any damage and so yeah you just fucking all right fair enough i'll just fucking re-up start over and, and you try again and while you're doing that, you're earning time energy and you can spend the time energy to like increase your uh, XP multiplier and that allows you to level up a bit faster and that allows you to do more damage. So next time you might actually have enough damage to be that boss. Uh, but the other thing it is uh, allows you to do is like bring more 
like you can bring a superpower with you. So if you have, if, if you're like, okay, vampirism would be fucking awesome if I was taking hits. So I'll bring vampirism with me and next time, and I'll focus on like having lots of health and not worrying about dodging uh, very much. And yeah, it sort of changes that landscape. And there's also Can like- I just cut you off quickly? Yep. Idle superpowers. That's what we're talking about? Uh, is it, yep. What did I say? It says here, superhero. Idle superpowers. That is what we're talking about. My bad. Powers. All right. And you're playing this on what platform? Mobile. Mobile. Okay. So it's on Steam as well. Right. Okay. Continue. I was just... Because I'm trying to no, find no, no, video no, of no, it. No, no. So that's a good <laughs> fucking call. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, you just sort of continue to, to play, but then you've got these challenges and they sort of change it up again and they're pretty good they unlock new powers as well um they increase your xp um like multiplier while you continue to do them like that's a good strategy to popping out one of these uh these powers uh sorry these um these challenges so there's a couple of them i've done two so far um the one where you don't earn any gold because you can also you earn goals you can equip your character and that's actually a pretty good way to like make up for mistakes uh, in your in your superpower build. You can sort of like, okay, uh, I don't have enough strength to do damage. I'll just buy all strength gear, but it's semi-random. So you got to like re-up through the, through the gear quite a bit and that costs money as well. So you want lots of money. Uh, if you got no money at all, you're just naked. You just you just do what you do. Uh, it's tricky. And the other one I've done is fat, where you can't uh, evade at all. You you don't you can't dodge anything. You every single hit hits you. And I did fat, and I took with me this ability that when I die, I do two hundred percent of my max damage to the enemy. And what I've done is because I knew I wasn't going to be able to dodge at all, uh, I have, <laughs> I've made it so I just die constantly. I'm dying as fast as I would be normally hitting people. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like dying, 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 dying. And that I'm doing like double the amount of damage I'd normally do. Plus the fact that I didn't put any points into health means that I'm also I've got like loads of strength and so it just sort of like smashes right it's completely idiotic but it's hammering through these levels and yeah it's a pretty pretty interesting funny build it's worked out quite well for me um so yeah like there's just a lot to experiment with and a lot of different combinations and it's a game about finding that those crazy wombo combos and idling and yeah, not paying a lot of attention and that's about it. Works quite well. Um, can be quite distracting sometimes because you'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really need to pay attention to this, and then you're like, all right, but if I do, I could find like I had to pay quite a, quite a bit of attention to get this current build going because if you don't upgrade your health, uh, you don't upgrade your regeneration either. And you need higher regeneration when you die so that 
you can get back up quickly. And so I actually had to pay a bit of attention to buy gear that had regeneration and no health. Uh, so I had to like, that, that took some fucking doing. But now, yeah, like I said, I'm just fucking smashing through levels without any problems at all. And I don't have to, I also don't have to worry about like my survivability at all because I want to die. Uh, and I don't want to dodge. And that was the other thing. Fat, yeah, the fat dude can't dodge. So, yeah, I don't want to dodge. I want to get hit. That's how I do my damage. So, yeah, it's worked out quite well. Anyway, it's a good game. I really enjoy it. Um, I think it's great. Uh, and Nice. Yeah. I've installed it. Nice. It's installed. Swoosh. It's happening. Ready to go. Um, it's because it's free on, on mobile, whereas it costs like 10 bucks on Steam. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah, it's free on mobile with microtransactions. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up, we've got uh, Good Company. So this is oh, yeah. another game I talked about uh, last time on here. Um, it's basically a game uh, in the same sort of bucket as like a Satisfactory or um, what are some other games like that? Satisfactory is really the only one I've sort of played. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where you're a factor- factory? Oh, factory, yeah. Victoria, um, where you're sort of automating processes and creating things and and uh, you're given a bunch of different tools to try and solve problems with. And this one is like an isometric game. It's sort of similar to a, like a theme hospital aesthetic. And um, last time I talked about it, I was only a couple levels in. I've played a, a few more campaign missions at this point and it's still very much teaching you the mechanics of the game because it is quite deep there's a lot going on um for instance you sort of you start off with very basic components like uh plastic and metal um chemicals and then you use those components to create something else and it could be like batteries or circuit boards or led modules uh and then you go to the next chain in the uh you know in your factory and then you're putting those parts together to try and create a device um, and then you use that device and you go and sell it in the market and try and make profit off of it and as you're doing that um, the game has now evolved to a point where I'm earning like research points and unlocking upgrades for all of these um, different stations that I've got set up uh, you can unlock uh, extra types of um components to use so for example you start off with a very basic type of battery um, and i've gotten to the point where i've now unlocked like six different types of batteries and each battery has um positives and negatives towards them and the other component of the game that i've unlocked is which is really interesting is you're creating devices in the game and selling them on the market um, and it starts off with like, uh, you're creating a pocket calculator and you're, this calculator needs a market value of um, three stars. And out of that three stars, it needs to have like certain features attached to it. So it needs to make maybe sound. So you need to put a beeper onto it uh, and it needs a screen. And so you've got to put like a LED display uh, and then some sort of processor in there. Um, and as the game evolves, it starts like, you you start making like better calculators or the one that i'm making at the moment is like video game handheld devices right. and 
And so like, depending on what type of material you use for the, the like casing of it, whether it's plastic or metal or enhanced metal, it changes. It's almost like a Tetris game in between. So you get a layout of all these square blocks in a weird format and the pe- the beeper the thing that makes a sound is a weird tetris shape and you've got to try and fit it into these um blocks that you've got and so like and then the circuit board maybe is a solid like three block line and then the um the led module could be like a like a, a l shape um tetris shape and so you're trying to fit these components into this casing and design an actual um like a thing and as you're putting these components into it it's changing the value and the properties of the the video game and so it affects what people think of it um how much you can sell it for um you know and there's like this whole evaluation process of looking at how much something costs how much you want to sell it for and then how much profit you're going to make off of it um but you can also be making a bunch of this stuff but the market value is not there for instance, it could be like the um, the PSP, right? You make this nice. you make this thing. Oh, not even PSP. Let's go Vita, right? You make this thing and it's got like, it's awesome. It's got all this cool stuff in it, like top of the range hardware, really nice screen. It's got like touch, touch controls on the back of it. Really awesome. Um, but then you end up selling this thing. It's like 600 bucks, this handheld device. And unfortunately, like the market's not there. Like, that's the sort of thing you need to play around with in this game is figuring out what people want and then also um, what you can make and how much you can sell it for and is the demand there. Um, And so there's like a different side to the game as well. You're not just creating these factory lines and trying to um, make sure everything is running at peak efficiency. You know, do I have enough components to create batteries? Do I have enough batteries to make... Um, you know, I've got three stations making these game consoles. Do I have enough components for them to leading up to that? Do I have enough um, storage shelves to put all this stuff onto? Can I, is my delivery room, does it have enough crates in there where I can actually put this stuff? Um, is the demand there? Am I making too much? And there's a lot of thinking uh, that goes along with just the creating part, which is something that um, games like satisfactory you can kind of just make this shit and eventually if you've got too much of it it doesn't really matter because it either just sits around backs up or you can chuck it into um another machine and sort of make it into something else or get coupons out of it Uh, whereas this is a little different it's more like a supply and demand type thing um yeah and it's just kind of surprising me because it is evolving like it's getting this tutorial is just sort of snowballing there's a lot of things different components to it going on uh, and i didn't really realize how complex it was going to get um so yeah i'm still i'm still enjoying aspects of it i think it's started sort of getting to the point now where it's getting a little bit more complicated and i think i I don't know if the game has enough tools there to allow you to really get in and tinker with certain aspects of the game if you really because i i feel like the ui is a little bit finicky um so for example it's kind of hard to gauge sometimes how many things you are making at a station and like where that stuff is going because at this point in the game it's being stored on a shelf by a logistics worker 
and where exactly that goes is at this point up to the game because the the game kind of will just put things where it thinks stuff would, should go depending on a, like a vicinity around whatever you're building um there's there's a lot of uh, manual stuff that you can do with that like i just want this shelf to be batteries or i just want this shelf to have plastic and uh circuit boards well this is where i want to store my game consoles on this shelf like you can go in there and, and, and set all that up but there's just like a lot of work going on to be able to do all that stuff and the way it presents it to you can be a little bit like there's just too much messing around um in order to get things right i think um but it's definitely like a lot deeper than what I thought it was going to be. Like it seems a pretty well put together, uh, like ba- like baseline or foundation. It just maybe needs a little bit more work onto it. Like it's a really good starting point. And it just the whole creative side to me is really fascinating. Like designing your own components and then putting them out there and uh, getting these research points and then updating um you know putting research into all right how i want to make better circuit boards or i want to see how efficient i can make my battery and then turn that into a weird gaming console Mm. um and then uh you know i've just discovered a brand new um screen and so like you can then go in and change that and pull like an old nintendo like oh, i've made a nintendo oled now and then here you go it's got a better screen like you can actually go in and do that sort of stuff so it's, it's kind of cool i don't know how deep it goes in terms of the things you can build um but all i've got so far i've played a couple hours of it is fucking calculators and <laughs> and video game handheld consoles that's about as much as i've done um because there's just so much that it's sort of trying to teach you and it does yeah. a, i think it does a pretty good job of teaching you um like i've never felt like i've gotten stuck at this point it's holding your hand really well which is which is really great um but it's maybe a little bit too slow like yeah. there's just a there's a there's a fast forward button and the game is mostly on fast forward for me yeah. all the time yeah so um but i think it's pretty well put together like for a game that is like games like this don't really you don't see a lot of them um yeah. And, and when you do, they're usually in early access and they've, they're have they being slapped together and, you know, they're just doing weird stuff. This is for me to come out of nowhere and it seems pretty well um, working at this point. So, um, yeah, I'll keep sort of checking it out and, and playing. I've got so much I want to play. Yeah. But it's uh, it seems pretty cool at this point. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it's the type of thing where if it came to, to Game Pass it would right. be an easy recommend but yeah. at the same time like why would i not just play satisfactory yeah yeah like <laughs> especially if uh it's it doesn't like especially <laughs> because you know it's there for satisfactory right like satisfactory has everything you want from it and continues to add more shit what did update yeah. six even add i don't even know more trains oh, I don't want to look cuz yeah I know right cuz I'll end up playing it again and that'll be it. it yeah yeah Too um true. all right so it's added new it's redone all the creatures and they are a bunch of creatures oh, and yeah, AI, yeah. reworked power usage and clock speed uh I think we talked about it on here yeah general I vaguely I remember now technical improvements and then they were like 
it's smaller because we're trying to focus on 1.0 yeah yeah uh, so yeah hopefully that comes out this year that'd be good yep too true all right nice. let's keep going here yep. um match point championship tennis yeah job's so, trying to f- do some nick Kyrgios. getting into the uh wimbledon spirits uh no this hit game pass and i've said a couple of times how i like sports games um especially multiplayer sports games jumped jumped in like did the tutorial and then um yeah me and johnny bravo played a bit on our discord um it's not good I tell you what, it's it's. I would I would actually describe it as bad, to be honest. Um, I don't think there needs to be a lot from a tennis game. I think I've talked about it before, but the first game I ever purchased with my own money was Andre Agassi tennis on the Sega Master System. Uh, I don't actually have a lot of love for tennis as a sport, if I'm being honest. Uh, but that game looked fucking, I don't know what it was. The back of the fucking box. It just got me. It, I just fucking, I was in. And it was a, it was a very competent tennis game. It wasn't complicated because the fucking master system only had two fucking face buttons, but it was like complete and well done. And obviously Everything was easier when you were just doing sprites and shit, but holy fuck, this one just just hasn't hasn't really achieved anything. At one point, while me and JB were, were playing, and JB won, like he fucking he gave me the old Djokovic uh, and just fucking walloped me. But um, he like I like I don't know I could have stalled him out forever because at one point I realized if you walk so on the serve if you walk all the way out to the edge and then serve all the way across the court diagonally like as far to the outside as possible um, the animation that that they will have to do to get to it because they can't stand all the fucking way out there to set up for it. So the animation that they do will mean they can't, and then you just return it. Like they return it in, and then you just return it to the other side of the court from from where they are. So you hit it from the far right across to the far left, and it bounces, and they get over to it. They return it in. It doesn't matter where they fucking put it. You hit it then to the far right. That's it. You win the point. Uh, you can do it fucking every point every single point they can't get back to like in in time because the game has locked animations and these animations have to play out and you can't cancel them and so what happens is yeah you just fucking wind up fucked i didn't do this we specifically banned it i banned it i banned myself from doing it mid-match uh because i could tell that it was already just scum shit right and but like it shouldn't exist in in the game. It just it screams a complete lack of play testing, right? Which is just ridiculous. Um, for for 
you know, it's it's being released during Wimbledon, all that kind of stuff. I don't know. It was just really disappointing. Um, I put up a clip of a ball that very clearly lands out and it gets called in. And yeah, first thought was, oh, is there like a an appeal system and you're supposed to appeal? No, that doesn't exist. Uh, yeah, you, it's just the game gets calls wrong uh, and not by a little bit. This was quite like you could, I could see it in regular play. I like called it immediately. And like in a video game, your gut reaction is not, hey, that ball was fucking out. It's, hey, the video game isn't going to get it wrong because it's simulating every single part of this. It's simulating the ball. It's simulating the court. It knows where those two fucking locations are. It's simulating the line on the court. It knows where that location are, is. There's no reason why it should get this incorrect. And yet, when I watched it happen in progress, I was like, yeah, that's fucking out. Uh, I, I like clipped it because I'm like, well, I want to go back and watch that. I want to see how that wasn't out. And it was. It was fucking out. That's a cardinal sin. How does the fuck does that work? Um, oh, look at this. Because you're usually wrong with this sort of stuff. Oh, so yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not wrong on this one. <laughs> I'm absolutely. It's on my Twitter if you want to go have a squeeze. Okay. Yeah, the it. easiest way. Yeah. Um, at Joey Jojo. You can go have a look at my video. Um, yeah. I zoomed in. I slowed it down. It's very clearly out. Uh, uh, hit the line. I hit hit the, line. the fuck out. Shut the fuck up. Uh, it's but Where's it's not. Hawkeye? Show it. Show it's, it. <laughs> it's not even the only fucking like whiff that this game has had. Like we had one point. Like we we actually I managed to tie him, uh, like tie against JB uh, mid set. Like you know five six, and uh, uh, it was five five, and then JB won the the game. So he went to 6-5 and the commentator's like, oh, that's a shame. Well, he's lost the ga- uh, he's lost the match and we'll have to, uh, and we'll have to, he won't move on or something like that, right? But we're just in a tiebreak for the fucking set. Like the commentary is completely divorced from what's happening in the fucking game. Like ridiculous shit. Like, uh, again, like not, nothing huge, but I mean... It shouldn't be fucking happening. Anyway, uh, it's it's not good. It's yeah, like I said, I think it's bad. I would, I'd fucking I don't know, three this probably. Uh, small selection of characters to play from. Uh, like most of its points would be because getting an online game going was probably one of the easiest ones I've like I've experienced. Uh, out of all of the weird sports games I've played from Game Pass. Uh, easier than fucking Super Mega Baseball. Easier than Cricket 22. Like, it's... Yeah. But getting the game going and then having it be bad is is pretty bad. Is m- much worse than most other things. So, yeah. Anyway, it's shit. I, I wouldn't even waste a, a download on it. And, but it is on Game Pass if you want to see it for yourself to see how bad it can yeah. be. Well, uh, Tristan reviewed it 
For IGN. For IGN, yeah. Gave it a five. Gave it a five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like I think Johnny Bravo was um reading out excerpts. He he went to look if there's there was like a challenge system and he was like, the way that this is worded makes me think this writer encountered some uh some like balls that he thought were out and would have liked to challenge if he could. Like so it's clearly not isolated to me. It's clearly like a semi common thing. Yeah. But yeah. Um fair enough. Alright, well at least it's free on Game Pass. People are for a tennis game. Yeah, exactly. Uh anyway, disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, next up, we've got uh, Gwent Rogue Mage. This is the single-player Gwent game um, that has been released by CD Projekt. Yeah, so uh, this came out last week, uh, and uh, I can't remember if I'd played it or I hadn't really played it, but, like, wanted to play it. Um, we talked about it last week. It's on the list. I did talk about it? Like, yeah, no, but I, yeah, I couldn't remember if i'd like anyway i just barely played it and i was well, like look, you, to... it says here you talked about it for eight right. minutes so for unless eight minutes. So something right. happened all right i just <laughs> made black out i just made those timestamps up just to uh, okay fair enough just to appease you um <laughs> no i can't fucking remember anything man uh i can't remember anything ever um anyway i think I, what i was saying was basically i wasn't enjoying what i had played uh, I, but I hadn't really played enough. Uh, I'd basically played through one run. Yeah, no, I remember now. I played through one run, and yeah, I wasn't really. It wasn't really sticking with me. Um, I played more, and no, it's bad. I didn't. I don't like it. I I refunded it. Um, I I think this the it was one of my shameless fucking like pushing just anything out there I've seen in quite some time. And I'm, I literally just talked about match point tennis. Uh, no, like at least, like at least this one fucking functions, but it's, I, I think it's, it's not good looking. Um, it's not well thought through. Uh, like it's, it's, this is like an alpha. Basically, this is the fucking, the first draft of this game and they've just put it out. Uh, yeah, this is so far from what I would consider a completed fucking rendition of this concept. Um, you've only got two lanes uh, and that's not that big a problem. The bigger problem is I, can't, I, I hate I hate that my memory is fucked, but I can't remember if I said this last week. But I thought it was weird that you always went first and you do always go first. And it's fucking rough. I, uh, so the reason I rate, like refunded, I played it for, I don't know, three hours or so. And I lost a run when I was up 30 fucking points on when I played my final card. Right, and there's no like multiple rounds. You know, in regular Gwent, you've got like multiple rounds and there's that like sort of holding back cards, that sort of uh, army management sort of thing that's going on 
where like yeah, if, if you, you think... lose a round you keep it for the next round yeah and like it, it, there's a, there's that like feeling something like especially in the second round right if you won the first round and you're in the second round there's that like you gotta exhibit some fucking control because the impulse is there to just fucking blow it all uh on that round but if you somehow lose you're fucked for the next one so you gotta sort of play you know there's a lot of risk management which i think made it quite compelling um there's only one round in this right and you always go first so first of all only one round means there's none of that like you just fucking every card you've got you play uh and the only real interesting thing is the order you play them in and the other thing that's going on is fucking when you always go first, yeah, if it like it's sort of not up to you whether or not you win. Like like I said, I was 30 fucking points up, which was half of all like the points in the game. Like I I, I was at 60 and they were at 30. And with one card, they swung it like and won by 14 fucking points. So a 44-point fucking swing on a game that was max 60 already from one fucking card. I'm like, well, fuck this. I'm like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing this shit. Um, oh, it must have been under two. Yeah. Must have been under two hours, not even three hours. Well, there you go. Felt like three fucking hours. Um, but yeah, I, I like bailed out immediately asked for a refund didn't look at how much time it was i was just like fuck this game fuck this shit i'm getting my money back um i did get my money back um it might have been over i've noticed that they like they'll refund sometimes if you just go to the steam wallet which i almost always do anyway yeah uh, just tell i'm from australia dickhead (laughs) we don't (laughs) do your bullshit here don't make us sue you again um (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, like I uh I just it's disappointing. It just everything about it was like they'd played Slay the Spire one time and they were like, Yeah, I think I think I could do this. Right? I I think <laughs> I've got this. We can turn Quentin yeah. to this. Like Yeah. I got I got offered the same couple of treasures constantly. I know you unlock more as you progress through the game, but like the early sequence of just getting like offered the same two fucking treasures over and over and over again just sort of sucks. Yeah. And yeah. Fucking. I mean, it, it it's also disappointing because like they're in a place where they need to be like putting out bangers right yeah like they're they're a company that have put out um the witcher 2 and 3 which were like phenomenal games then they put out cyberpunk and that sort of ruined quite a bit of their reputation yeah um you know they've spent a year and a half fixing that game it's in a good spot now but it took a year to get there yeah um and they they needed to be in a place where the next thing that they put out was just like back to that sort of peak level that you expect from that company and then to come out with a very mediocre single player card game like Gwent 
is super popular like people yeah. play that all the time yeah <laughs> and uh for them to put out a mediocre gwent game yeah uh i think the only sort of saving grace here is that it's like 10 bucks yeah it's not like a fully um like a, a b tier so not even like a 40 dollar game or a 30 dollar game it's it's even less than that so maybe that's the only sort of saving aspect of it but still like the quality just doesn't sound like it's there yeah exactly and yeah it's it's also so different from like the regular idea of gwent that i i think it it doesn't even work from that aspect like it's so divorced from the concept of gwent that's it's kind of yeah i feel like regular gwent players would be disappointed by this it's just a huge yeah it's just a huge mistake anyway yep. uh did not like yeah fair enough um maybe they'll fix it eventually all right next up we've got outriders um so this is outriders world slayer um the Your game of the year last year the game of the year it's it's the expansion for outriders um this basically kicks off after the events of the original game. Um, it introduces a bunch of different uh, like leveling systems. So previously in Outriders, um, when you got to the end of the game and there was like an end game system, uh, you could increase the difficulty. Uh, I can't remember what they were called. Like. I can't remember if they've introduced it. It's called Apocalypse Points. I think that's a new system. But there was, there was right. a, it was basically like the Diablo system where um, you would prestige. <clears throat> uh, there was still you were still earning experience, and you would prestige and sort of make the game harder. Uh, and you could, I, I thought it was a really interesting way of like sort of setting the game to your own difficulty. Um, very similar to the way that that like Diablo has their their difficulty system. Um, but that was m more or less unlocked after you kind of finished the game. Um, and you go through and kind of replay it all the time and change yeah. the difficulty. Whereas uh, during that adventure mode, whereas this is from the start of the game in, in Outriders, you could just start ramping the difficulty up. And by the time you got to the end of the game, you're on like, you know, level 15 or something. Uh, enemies would have, you know, 300% more health, but the gear was relevant to what you were sort of setting the difficulty of so you were potentially you know supposed to be at level 20 but the enemies you were fighting up against were like level 35 and the gear you were getting was level 35 like i thought that was just such a good system um for having that carrot on a stick still there um and allowing you to still grind for more gear that's sort of like a problem that a bunch of these loot chaser games have you sort of reach that mark and then there's once you hit the you know the level cap you're sort of stuck and there's not a lot of, like a whole lot you can you can do at that point yeah um and so they uh they've introduced another system into this one and it's it's similar to the way that Diablo works with like a prestige system um where you're slightly incrementing um like two dozen different attributes and it allows you to uh slowly increasing increase some of those individual stats uh, and allow you, allow you to uh, run into the end game content that they've introduced into this one um, and uh, try to keep replaying it and the end game so there's there's another like single player um, story mode in here 
um, and the you, you can either take your character in that you played Outriders with um, and just immediately start up, or they've got a um, you know start from level thirty, like start a brand new character if you want, and we'll just boost you, and you can just jump in and play the the expansion from here, um, very MMO like. Uh, so that's there. And then once you actually finish the campaign, it, it the end game for this one is is sort of like a roguelite dungeon crawler game where you progress through these challenge missions um, and there's like a little map that it gives you. And depending on where you go in the map, it's like a different chamber or a different challenge you complete. And sometimes I'll have... Um, it might be like a chest after you complete it and that'll have some sort of legendary item in it and it'll tell you like these are boots you're gonna get boots out of this it'll be legendary boots or this one over here will be um a chamber full of bad you know bad guys and the idea is that you progress through it and you can potentially die it's got that roguelite sort of thing where you will come back to the start and you can spend the points that you've acquired um to make yourself more powerful and you kind of want to try and get to the end uh, and then when you do that you just uh, increase the apocalypse level again so there's like another um, difficulty setting they've got in there so it's yeah it's an interesting way of chucking the Outriders formula into a roguelite um, dungeon crawling type game and giving people a, another you know thing that they can do in the end game content for that one because uh, the main one that was in the original game was you, you'd go and look for these like convoys and dropships and then you would turn those points that you got from those dropships into um legendary gear um and you would do all that sort of stuff uh the, the other thing they've also put in the game is if you recall like weapons or equipment have different tiers of uh like stat bonuses or, or weird a attributes they do they would do like every time you killed someone it would create a bubble around them and you'd kind of shoot the bubble or, or whatever and and there was dozens and dozens of these little stats that you could use um but there were two tiers. It was like a tier one and a tier two. And the higher tier stuff was um, more powerful. And you could go in and basically grab that weapon that you had and take them to like a smithy and modify them and sort of interchange some of those to, I guess, make those weapons behave the way you wanted to use them. Uh, and you could combo them with the gear that you had as well to um, spec in a certain direction. And so they've added a th an extra tier as well. Um, so there's even more powerful spells that you can attach to some of these items as, um, as another way to, you know, tinker with your, your character build, um, which is kind of cool. And so, yeah, it's just like adding more of what they've done in the past with that Out Outriders game and then throwing some extra, um, some extra mechanics and stuff like that in there. I think like the gunplay is still really satisfying. That whole like chaining combo system they've got it's really cool and just everything that you kind of do looks awesome yeah um, as like a pyromancer um like you just feel powerful in that game which is really fun and what about uh, like these these abilities that these these like yeah abilities these guns have how like can hmm. you do like super crazy that's the that's what oh i can't remember torment is it torment hmm. in diablo uh the game no, yeah. no, like the yeah, the the tier system, right? Le levels, yeah. Like that's what always got really cool was when you got like a really crazy fucking build going, and you were just it was it was, like it's the the promise of 
like vampire survivors or uh, magic survival or you know any of the games the many many games in that fucking genre now um where you just slowly build up until you you find that one combo that turns you into a fucking invincible god is that like yeah I, one of the things i did like about fucking outriders was how you did feel very fucking powerful yeah just like to have you found any of those combos to make that like ramp that up even further yeah well i think that's the idea of this yeah. like third tier that they've got is yeah. like um uh giving you that but also there's um there's also a, an extra weapon uh th there's like a, another style of weapon as well um which are unique to this uh expansion and they also it's either the weapon or, or gear i can't remember it might be just gear they also have an extra tier you can apply to them um but yeah there's there's like there's a ton of just different tier mods that you can um that you can find that just do just weird crazy shit um things like being able to um there was one that i saw was like every you could shoot people and every time i can't remember what tier it was but like every time you reload it which kind of just freeze them in place um but i was i was basically running with very similar um like the 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 blast that would whenever you shoot them there was a chance for them to to freeze during crit shots and so yeah. like people would just kind of freeze um and then there was like the ones where you could uh when people would die, die it would create this orb around them uh and then that orb would like explode after a certain amount of time um but it's just more of like weird crazy um mod weapon mods that allow you to do like the thing is that like in order to get that sort of stuff you got to unlock those weapons and then tear them down for parts and that's what unlocks it in the mod gear that you can kind of put on whatever whatever else um you've already got on you um there was one that i saw it would like it would it like call down comets um oh, yeah. just from the sky and just <laughs> just like destroy people just weird shit like that um i think there was one that was making like volcanoes around the place and it would like deal damage within a certain area um i just didn't get a chance to play with a, a whole lot of them because yeah. it's you've got to go i it didn't get process. like super yeah. deep into that uh that tier system but the the things that i liked about um like i ho hope obviously that they they didn't get sold out square enix didn't sell them um so my hope is that they come back with a sequel to this game and they just go in and realize there's like a ton of potential there because it, it sold a stupid amount that first one uh and i hope that they turn it into a better um like a service game or, or like something that's sort of evolving because this game came out as like a single player game yeah and i was like all that right was well it's big... done now that was the big <laughs> thing right oh it's not a game as a service it's a finished experience or whatever yeah yeah and then people played it and were like this is really fucking good like yep. where's i want to keep playing it and they were like well that's that's not what it is well, fuck that's not what we did here so <laughs> yeah and so i think that's sort of what they've done with this expansion is they've given you that like here's the thing you can kind of go in and, and keep replaying these see if you can get through this entire dungeon and you'll get other types of loot and gear and uh by the way here's a whole new like leveling system that we've added in there um to make the game even harder and that might be its only 
problem is it it, it does like it throws so many enemies at you and, and I, I wonder if like you can actually play it as a one person thing like team it just felt like i was just so overwhelmed in some of those missions um that i think you need that that extra couple of players to help you get through it um but yeah i enjoyed playing it like i, I think it's got a really fun combat system uh it was a little rough around the edges but yeah it's got some cool ideas um and just you kind of just feel powerful like i haven't had a third person shooter like that where you just doing stupid spells and everything is sort of just dying and exploding um so yeah it's uh i'd probably if you're a fan of outriders i'd probably wait for it to go on sale the world slayer expansion because um this was obviously a game that was available on game pass uh, and i believe you can transfer so the actual dlc is not not on game pass you, you have to buy that separately but i think you can transfer your save across um anyway if you want to jump in and do that um to play this one but at the same time there's also a, a boost in there as well so you don't have to take your existing character and go try a new one or or just start again um yeah. if you want to just replay it but yeah i enjoyed my time with it i thought it was fun um you know a bit clunky but uh it's a promising like foundation if they can come out with a yeah. second one of these and just really knock it out of the park that'd be uh, a lot of fun yeah cool yeah um i didn't write the time down here um PUBG. PUBG, eh? It's back. It's back again. Uh, we were playing this a bit before um, because the new map came out. Destin. Um, and, you know, we figured we'd check it out considering we spent about 8,000 hours talking about PUBG on this fucking podcast. Um, 18.2. So uh, I don't really... What else did it bring? It's sort of... So it's got Destin, it's got a new weapon, a new vehicle, I think, uh, the, the hovercraft. I think we saw it. That dude, when we were playing in duos, that dude, when we were at the top of the hill, he drove uh, the the hovercraft up and then parked it while still in the blue because he knew that he was just going to get his fucking, his shit kicked in and it still happened anyway. Hmm. Um, what else? There's the ascender, so you can go up these rope things. Um, but they only exist in Destin. Um, yep. yeah, I don't know. I don't know that there's much else going on that they've uh, like parachute in parachute. Oh yeah, you got the parachute by default. That's also a, a Destin thing. Um, but yeah. Uh. Yeah, new map. Um, I I thought it looked very like it made it. I don't know. It felt very Fortnite to me. Um, but Drew or Cleb was saying it's very uh, super people instead. Um, but like I kind of understand that. But like, yeah, I don't know. There's something about it that just feels real Fortnite to me. Uh, I think it's the. Um like when you play any of the other maps, um, whether it's Erangel or uh, I don't know, whatever, right? Yeah. There's named locations on that place, but they're not like 
there's no sort of like theme to them yeah that's what it is whereas, totally whereas it. this is like swamp and you're like oh, okay there's a swamp there and it's like hydro farm or like hydro and it's like oh there's the dam and then you know the wind farm and like there's a bunch of wind like that like yeah. the fucking hitting it right on the head like this is what it is yeah hello as opposed to just random names and it's just like there's a couple of buildings over here oh, they've gone for this this is where you go and there's this thing over here like castle yeah. um yeah 100% that, what it is? <laughs> that is totally it man and yeah that like it's it's like color themed and stuff as well like yeah no that's totally it um yeah i uh i don't know man uh it's okay i think the the buildings are too tall for the style of game that PUBG really uh, encourages or facilitates. Uh, like, we're in the main city of... I think it's called Destin, the main city. Um, is it? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever the main city is. Um, yeah, we're in it. Ripton. <sighs> Sorry. Ripton. Um, and, you know, it's semi-flooded and it's got these really tall buildings and, uh, yeah, you can fucking zip line up the top of them and, and go and check out whatever the fuck you want uh, and shoot down from them and there's loot up the top and it's worth going up there and you can go into half of some of these buildings and stuff and um, yeah I think it's it's very reminiscent of um, Warzone um, but Warzone I think has that verticality very built in there's uh a zippiness to how you move up and down in Warzone, uh, especially down. Down's the real problem I'm having in PUBG, I think. Because, uh, yeah, you can jump off and you can parachute and you can wait till the last second, but you're fucking super vulnerable uh, while you're parachuting. And, and it sort of limits the ability of you to make those, like, lightning fast pushes. You just can't fucking... All right, I'm going to like grip it and rip it. I'm going to fucking, I, we popped a dude, let's fucking leap down on him. Like, no, it's, you, you're setting yourself up for a bad time, kind of, if you do Although that. I did jump off a building and pull my parachute and I was like, I'm definitely dead. <laughs> and I didn't die. You didn't die, yeah. Like, yeah, you can time it real, like, yeah, maybe there's a timing element there that we're just not on yet, but yeah, it just feels like you're setting yourself up to get fucking popped out of the sky um and yeah i i don't, I don't know that that just makes going into ripton feel bad to me um because yeah like we were just getting fucking minced from little fucking like the it's it's the opposite this is no longer, longer snakes in the grass it's fucking it's fucking birds in the sky these bats in the sky Rats with wings. I guess the good thing is that like a lot of those buildings felt very on the same sort of level. Yeah. So it's not like it's like if there's other people up there, it's it's gonna yeah, at least you gotta cause problems make for yourself them. Quite vulnerable. Like you got to perch yeah. up on top of the yeah on top of the like edge of the building, and yeah, you're quite easy to see. As we kind of found out. Uh, like just getting picked off 
but I think they were up a bit higher than us as well. Like, yeah, just I don't know, man. Interesting, but mm. I don't know. I'm keen to play a bit more. I was having fun, right? It was you, me, Drew, and Kleb, uh, fucking forgetting about the circle and getting stuck or looting when the circle was already here. And I mean, I wasn't because I was standing next to the car we were supposed to get into, but um, yeah, like, you know, you guys all were. And then fucking chasing the circle while behind it, dying the whole time. Good fucking times. Classic PUBG experiences there, um, which is good. But yeah, we were having fun. We came seconds. Uh, we would have come first, but uh, I apparently can't shoot. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm still my aim's still good. <laughs> Your aim's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, you were fucking. You snapped a fucking bolty shot off. That was ridiculous. It was out of control. Um, that was that. Yeah, Luke. At one point, so in, the, in our game before we came to record this podcast, uh, yeah. Luke was the last one left alive. We'd just been picked off from fucking on top of these roofs. And uh, fucking, yeah, this dude gets the drop on you. You shoot him. He's crawling away. You go to flush him. You get shot from behind by his teammate who you snap around and fucking bolt action is shot. And he dies and they both die and it's over. Holy fucking hell. It was ridiculous. <laughs> You should have been dead. You should have been dead to the first guy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy shit. But yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. But yeah, what do you think? Um, Yeah, I mean, there's... I think the map is interesting. It's got... I think it's got work to be done. Like, maybe it's too... Um, they, they've gone back to the 8 by Yeah. 8 by 8 right? Yeah. Um, and I think that's the way it should be. Sure. But there was like places where it just felt too open. Like there oh, wasn't. Oh, yeah. Like that run when, up the hill, when, right? Yeah. Like Erangel has gone, they've they've gone back and redone that and like fixed all the spots where it's like, all right, this is like too open mm. and made it a bit more, um, you know, they've placed things in the environment or changed the elevation of certain. Uh, locations whereas this is like there was one spot where we were in the lobby in the map in the uh, in the swamp and I was like this is literally still in like it, this is part of the map and it was just yeah. flat for <laughs> like squares for with zero cover yeah, yeah. or zero like cover. We, were, we were experimenting a little bit and there are areas where you can lie down you can go prone and there are areas where you can't and it's a difference to like, I don't know, a half a shin height of elevation and it's just crazy shit. Like, yeah, you just fucked uh, if, if you get caught up there. Like, I don't know, you'd be hiding behind one of the three trees basically or you'd wish you'd dressed up in a crocodile suit so that people would think you were just a crocodile in the swamp. Like yeah, the, the, there's definitely a, like I, it's it, I think I've said this before when we've played new maps, but it is staggering to me that they learned the lesson in Miramar. 
to have natural terrain cover and we've almost never seen it again. Uh, a little bit in Vikendi, but almost... Yeah, Vikendi's close. Like, yeah. It's 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 almost like that that was... Vikendi was like... They were like, oh, fuck this. We're, we're done with this shit. Like... We don't we don't do terrain cover anymore or something like it's just bonkers um, how flat like or just completely fucking empty of any kind of fucking any concept to cover it is it's just wild yeah yeah and it makes me feel like they went out to design a map with like look at this giant city and then they started putting other things in there like oh this game it's not gonna run <laughs> like we've just right, put this giant city yeah, in the corner yeah, yeah. And there's all this I'm gonna generate all this other stuff uh, and so that's maybe why I don't know that's actually a, that's a good pitch that's a good pitch it might be that fucking hell mm. that'd be so depressing uh, they but they literally just need those those hills, the rolling hills, the undulating fucking terrain that like sort of gives enough of a divot for people to fucking yeah. hide in. They don't need fucking like it doesn't need shitloads of assets and stuff. It just needs a terrain that yeah a pass on it does anything that isn't flat, right? Mm. That fucking run we did up the hill, we shouldn't have fucking lived through. I will point out, and I'm sure you didn't notice because you were fucking hitting all your shots and you only hit like you only shot like four times. But I was I wasted about two <laughs> fucking clips on those cunts. And I did hit him a couple of times. So you didn't do everything on your own on those two. But like, yeah, we we're running up a fucking hill. Uh Luke gets fucking knocked. <laughs> I I dropped back to cover because Luke's got a one of the defib things. Um, oh, yeah. so he gets himself back up and I had to get him up, but they pushed down for some yeah. idiotic reason, some insane reason. They've got, no a, cover. they've got a spot <laughs> on the hill where we're running into open an open field up a fucking hill with literally no cover and they run down it to go finish us off. And it's, oh yeah, we just fucking blapped them. Uh, yeah. it was easy. <laughs> yeah, but- we were cooked. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, if that had been on Miramar, fuck me. But they wouldn't have seen us in the first place either. Like, well, they would have, but we would have been able to, like, you, yeah, we would have been able to hide behind anything. Like, it's just fucking. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. The best part was when, <laughs> when, uh, I revived myself and then mm. saw him running down the, yeah, down the hill. I hit him a couple times. He went behind the tree. And I think at that point he healed and then realized he missed his mistake and tried to run back up the hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when we got him. Well, because I was still able to, like, he was hiding from you. And so I started fucking picking him off uh, while shooting at him and occasionally hitting him. And then, yeah, you, like, he shifted again and you were able to hit him again. He's like, well, fuck this. I'm going back up the hill. Wrong incorrect mistake and then his fucking buddy <laughs> comes running down as well and it's like what are you doing what are you doing stay up on the hill <laughs> you fucking lunatic did you not learn your lesson the first right time? it's fucking hell yeah yeah crazy shit 
Um, yeah, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll have to keep jumping in there and maybe check out some of the other maps. We can go play some uh, Sanok or something. Is it, is it back in the rotation? Or in the... I don't know. Uh, probably. Probably never yeah. leaves it. They love that map for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm having a look now. It says here, live server normal match is Erangel, Miramar, Tego, Sanok, and Karakin. So they took out Paramo. Oh Which right! I think I've the, we, I I played one round on it. It's yeah, like a I've played. two by two or some shit. It's tiny. Right? Maybe maybe ranked is where we want to go. Look at this: Arangol, Miramartego. They're three three good ones. I like those ones. Ranks. You really you you I'm saw how I was shooting, and you're like, yeah, me yeah, and Joe should go to ranked. Up. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's go right. Yeah, well, he's in the grass. He's prone. He's just like shooting this guy. Fucking hell! The fucking recoil. It's because I'm I'm all hell let loose up. I've got the fucking <laughs> got the recoil patterns for hell let loose on lock, and they're very different. But yeah, anyway, anyway. All right. Well, there you go. PUBG. Um. Let's knock some news out and then we'll uh, get out of here. Well, this is one you can probably handle. Assassin's Creed Liberation HD delisted and decommissioned, but then recommissioned and oh dear, I've gone cross-eyed. What does uh, that mean? Uh, uh, I wrote all that because I knew you'd read it out. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if you saw all the hubbub this week, yeah. um, but uh, basically Assassin's Creed Liberation HD uh, was to be decommissioned, uh, removed from Steam and no longer playable, essentially. Um, but they've since... I I think they sort of backpedaled. Um, so this was, this was actually going to remove it for everyone, uh, mm. even people who'd already bought and paid for it. Uh, they were just not going to be able to fucking play it, right? But what what's happening instead is apparently is a bit of a miscommunication. Uh, just DLC stuff will have this happen to it. It was especially egregious because there had just been the Steam sales and so apparently quite a few people had bought it. Um, they're removing online functionality basically they're right you know, guard they're shutting down the servers yeah shutting down a bunch of servers and uh more than a few ubisoft games require servers even single player games require servers to play for reasons that don't make any sense um and so uh yeah it was heavily implied if not directly stated that this meant that these games would no longer be playable and then they were actually being removed because they weren't playable. But uh, it seems like, yeah, Ubisoft has capitulated uh, to some extent. And yeah, people who own Assassin's Creed Liberation HD will still be able to access and play those games. Uh, they just won't be able to use online services. Um, yeah, Fair I don't enough. know. It was a bit of a storm. Like, 
I could understand the outrage when it happens. It seemed ridiculous uh, that Ubisoft would actually go through with this. Uh, and in the end, I guess they fucking didn't. But yeah, it would have set a pretty bad precedent. Like, I, well, I don't think, I don't think this like the A Triple C would have gone after them for sure. I think even if it is some two two dollar game, um, yeah, 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 that's fair enough. Uh, well, so yeah, at least I mean the game, the main game is still there. It's just the other bits that were sort of affected at this point. Um, but yeah, see what happens with the rest of it. Uh, all right. The uh, second piece of news here: we got PlayStation finalized the purchase of Haven Studio. Um, so, so they picked up another studio. Yeah. So they they sort of announced this, semi announced this a little while ago. Uh, but yeah, this it's is Jade Raymond's company. Jade Raymond's. Yes. Uh, it's all official now. They're locked in. Uh, Haven is now a first person, uh, first party uh, studio. I think it's cool. Um, I just I, I want to see what they've got in store. I'm excited to see what they're actually gonna, you know, bring to the table. Um, like yeah, PlayStation must have quite a bit of faith in them to have brought them into the folds. Their other first party studios got some a decent pedigree. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm keen to see where this goes from here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We didn't yeah, have a lot of it's going to take a while, but uh yeah, the game, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. All right, uh, and the last piece of news here we got is uh, some Diablo, some Blizzard news. It says uh, Blizzard boss brushes off Diablo Immortal pay to win controversy. It says players can literally do ninety nine point five percent of everything for free. Uh, this came from an interview with the Los Angeles Times. Um, when uh, Blizzard president was asked about the uh, monetization in Diablo. Uh, right. The quote is, uh, how do we give a free Diablo experience to hundreds of millions of people where they can literally do 99.5% of everything in the game? Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Mon- mon- the monetization comes in at the end game. The philosophy was always to lead with great gameplay and make sure that hundreds of millions of people can go through the whole campaign without any costs. Um, yeah, I think the problem here is that, yes, that is that is a correct statement. They've got a, uh, you know, a good gameplay loop in there, but it's designed to be predatory and, and get people hooked in to the point where they feel like they need to be playing more and they can't really progress yeah. because it's locked behind a a paywall uh, and that's where you get into the problems where people spend you know thousands of dollars on this game or on on games like this yeah um yeah because they just they just don't know how to do it how to say no <laughs> yeah exactly like it, it is it is designed to prey on on vulnerable players like or, or like and and sort of create similar behaviors in people who aren't yet vulnerable uh but but have the potential to be yeah. um yeah it's 
that's such a fucking uh yeah that's such a fucking weasel answer that they know is horseshit they know it's it's a misdirection right they're trying to answer one way when the question is about something different entirely um yeah that's i don't know i don't know their games are done to me really um i don't even really want to play but diablo 4 now like i'm sure you know you can clip this and fucking throw it in my face uh a while from now but <laughs> with you like this is the best game i've ever played oh my god oh. uh but everything about everything about everything blizzard does like it's not just Diablo and Water War, right? It's it was that War, Warcraft Arclight Rumble, right? Playing, playing that, that you're still playing it. Yeah, stop playing it. I that's how they're gonna get me because I'm like, I can still play this. Like, it's I'm still playing it. Are they it's grindy as fuck? Yeah, they're gonna wipe everything. You fucking lunatic! What are you even are doing? They? Yeah, when are they wiping it? They were in the beta. They're gonna wipe it oh, for fucking so May release. Yeah, no, it's one hundred percent coming. First of all. And second of all, that game is, like, fucked to death in terms of, like, requiring... Just before I stopped playing, and I did play a little bit after we, we talked about it, uh, mm. like, for, I don't know, three or four more days. But I jumped in... I was in a clan or a guild or whatever you want to fucking call them. And I, did you like, start this guild? No, I didn't. I just joined a, no. a random one. Um, and I, I, like, I just asked all the other players i'm like hey what what level is everyone and they're like like most of them were like oh, i'll level 23 or some shit and i was there like level fucking 10 or some shit right mm. and level 23 like i don't know you've got to have bought you you have to have acquired most of the fucking units in that game right and leveled them up quite a bit to get mm. to level twenty three, the the rate at which you fucking level up. So they must, they they must, and I'm like, oh, did you guys spend money on this? And then like, yeah. Are you not? I'm like, oh, I'm just not sure if I I want <laughs> Got to some self control. <laughs> uh, I'm just not sure. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to fuck with them. Uh yeah, I'm just not sure if I want to. How much do you guys spent? And one of them's like, oh yeah, hundred and forty bucks. I'm like. That's the fucking craziest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Considering you know none of these purchases will stick. I didn't say any of this in the chat. I just quit the guild uh, and quit the game. But um, yeah, like, but it is crazy. You know none of these. Well, maybe that's why they're doing it. They're like, oh, but I am going to get it all back. Uh, but yeah, it's just going to go back. Like, it's not a full refund. It just goes back to your Google account like i don't know man it was just fucking crazy shit like people like everyone in that guild i think they it's mm. a guild of 20 people or 30 people all of them it's been like a 100 bucks and it's because of the way the fucking game is made to make it feel like your only method of actual like you you're it ropes you in it gets you to mm. you're having fun and then you reach a point where the only way you make meaningful progress is either on a fucking like one drip per week or you spend 140 fucking dollars and i'm i'm like that's it man like that's that's what blizzard does now like 
they just they just exploit their good name like as much as they fucking can they're just trying to rake in whatever fucking money they can while they can and that's all anyone at blizzard seems to know anymore is how to do that how to fucking milk money from vulnerable people from people susceptible to to overt monetization schemes it's just scummy it's so scummy there's no there's no reason to believe Diablo 4 won't be fucked to death by something like this absolutely I think no they'll reason. get I think they'll get raked if there's any any form of monetization that's not just cosmetics I think they've said that right there's none they said that about Diablo Immortal as well so it doesn't fucking matter their word is fucking dirt like <laughs> it's done man like that shit's done i would like i won't be surprised yes they will get fucking raked over the coals if uh if they put any kind of monetize but i don't know how many how many people how many sales do they need anymore do they need sales maybe it just goes on game pass right and they just fucking rope people in with their fucking predatory Skin a box horse shit. Maybe they don't give a fuck. We will see. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's the news for this week. Um, do we have any questions at all? Uh, no, it doesn't look like it. Unless I clicked it well, while I'm drunk. Well, that is okay then. Hey, hmm. um, anything else? Do you want to plug anything? Anything you want to plug this week? Um, check me out on Anything Twitter at Joey Jojo. But um, otherwise, uh, no. But I've been watching me. Me and my wife have been watching The Offer, which is yeah. uh, on Paramount Plus about the making of The Godfather, and oh, right. it's pretty fucking compelling. It's got me really wanting to watch The Godfather. But um, yeah, I think it's <laughs> it's quite well done. Maybe. Oh, I could I could see it as it's a 10, 10 episode series and we're seven episodes in and I reckon they some judicious cuts could have cut this down to an eight episode thing. But um yeah, eh, I'm enjoying it enough. It's uh very faithful to its time period, or as far as I can tell. And uh it's telling a cool story about yeah. Trying to get a movie made in in Hollywood in, uh, like last century, you know, uh, yeah. pretty cool. I definitely think it's worth a watch. What about you, Luke? What do you got? Um, I don't know, man. Like I I, uh, I saw Thor on the weekend. Mm. I think it was fine. Fine. Yeah. Like yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah. I think he's, he's gone a bit too wacky. Too wacky. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. What did you think of Russell Crowe? Best thing in so all it's of, a, like I said, it's gone very wacky. Best thing in <laughs> right. all of Marvel, Marvel cinematic history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, I look forward to his own film. Yeah, um, he deserves it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's 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 a bit silly. Um, like I was I was in for that first like half an hour. I was like, this yeah. is yeah okay, fair enough. And then it was yeah. like, uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, go check that out. Uh, there's is there something else coming out this week? No, no, no. we're three weeks away from Prey. Like, oh really? Predator that's on. Day. That's coming out on the weekend as well, isn't it? Is it's it like a, a weekend? Saturday, I think. Oh, I think is it's it? a Saturday. Oh, if it is, then you don't even have to take time off. If it is, it, it's a Friday. <laughs> you got to take time off. No, but I think it comes out on f- oh, Friday in the US. US time. Oh, 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 well, 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 well. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, you don't have to. Book oh, I'll have a look into it, but I'm pretty sure it was when I looked. It was a Friday. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, all right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up and get out of here. You can find oh, us, the GA podcast or the Gap on itunes android windows store spotify all the places you hear your podcast from uh you can also jump onto our discord page the gapodcast.com slash discord uh we've got all sorts of things happening on there people talking about amazon prime day sales did you pick up anything job uh no no i uh tried no. to convince my wife to buy a 300 bin but she didn't go for it so yeah that is an expensive bin yeah um I got a uh, bin. What'd you get? Um, SSD for the PlayStation. Oh, I, um, I saw. Yeah, yeah, the NVMe drive. They they were down from like three hundred and something bucks to one hundred and seventy. So I pulled the trigger a, on that. That was a good fucking discount. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd be I, I figure to like I'm going to be using that for a while. Ins- so install guys. So, because mm. I know it's doable. I just don't know how easy it is. You know. Well, they so they actually came out PlayStation. It's the first official PlayStation uh, branded SSD. Um, right. But don't buy that one because the one that's not the official one right. is literally the same thing. Yeah, and it's much cheaper. Way it's cheaper. Like half yeah. the price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic. Uh, and this this announcement was like two days before the sale. It's so strange. Um, so yeah, I just figured like uh, I'm gonna be using the PlayStation anyway, and it's for a couple of years now so may as well just it's an investment at this point um and for if for whatever reason i don't need it i could just pull it out and use it on another pc you have got lying around Mm. um all those pcs you got yeah yeah um so yeah jump on their discord page uh talk about all sorts of things video games food movies tv shows or just play games jump in there um obviously some PUBG happening tonight yep there were still people playing on there when we left whole squad true um you can also go to our our website the gapodcast.com it's all links to all our social media pages um uh feature work that we've got up there joe put a, a review that i have not had a chance to check out yet neon something neon, neon white so you gotta play neon white holy fuck you hey, would love play neon a lot white. of things no you would fucking love neon white you mm. would love it uh yeah you should definitely play it uh, yeah, yep. I'll put it on my list. Um, so you can head over there, check that stuff out. Uh, and that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, uh, become a, a recurring member. It helps us pay the bills, um, which are uh, quite expensive sometimes. Um, mm. So thank you to everyone that does that every thank week. So we are, appreciate the support. Uh, big shout out to, we had a new person. Uh, and I don't have it open. I think it was Eliminate uh, awesome. jumped on. Yes, that's who Thank it was. Uh, so that's awesome. Big shout out to them. Thanks so much. That's uh, fucking great. It is great. It's good stuff. Um, Thanks to all our listeners too. Yes, you're to everyone. All great. You're all amazing. Um, you're that is all it for, for this week, Joe. 
next week I, I think there's I think there's a bunch of stuff I, I don't know my, my week this week is pretty busy with all sorts of secrets um, yes I don't know when we'll be able to talk about one of these things uh, I'm not going to talk about the other thing uh, mm. or one of the other things I don't know how many things you've got uh, but I got some other games that I'm keen to, to play that I should get into over the weekend um, yeah so yeah keen to yeah. check it out there are quite a few um and i've also got got some games that i still haven't played from the, the steam sale that i want to check out um as well uh, so there is a whole lot there some of them you're gonna absolutely hate so i'm looking forward to talking about them <laughs> at some point um but yeah, anyway, all right. Well, that is the show for this week. Good stuff. Um, we will catch you all next week. And thank you for listening. Love you. Bye.